Welcome, everyone, to Season 2, Episode 7 of the Perlo Podcast, Top 10 Lists from the South Carolina Low Country. Joining us, as always, is Mathis. What's up? Adam. Hello, hello. And I am your host, Shane. If you never listened to us before, we every week we get together. I give these guys a topic. They take that topic, make a top 10 list, deliver it to me, and then I announce those top 10 lists on air. Surprise tonight, I also have a list. So we have three lists tonight. And tonight's topic, top 10 Will Ferrell characters of all time. So it should be, should be a fun one. This is how the empire – this is the weakening of the empire right here. This is how it starts. You start to expand too much, and then next thing you know, you're, you know, completely you're, – you're in ruins. What happens? Right next here. thing you know, a bunch of guys with South Vietnamese flags are standing in front of your capital building. <laughs> <laughs> I love the guy – I love the guy who Googled Georgia flag and got the country of Georgia's flag and was like, yeah, this is it. Okay. I actually did some looking into that. There were all sorts of fringe flags out there, like the Shah of Iran flag. And like, basically if you were our ally for the past 70 years and you took an L in your conflict, you were out there. <laughs> I, will t- hey, I will say this. Uh, the one black guy that was supposed to be that, he said, I'm just here looking for my stimmy. Oh, he said, if I was a stimmy, where would I be? It was so funny. <laughs> I'm still waiting on my stimmy, by the way. The, got uh, mine. The IRS and the people I did my taxes through had a problem. And oh, you're a turbo you're you're a turbo tax guy? No, I'm a tax act guy and we still have uh, still have gotten nothing. We they said February first, they'll start distributing. So what is that like the dollar general of tax services? Yes. <laughs> you will learn to go to H and R block like the rest of us. Yeah. You're you're big time now. You can afford a better tax service. Than yeah, that. you don't have to go with the guy who has like a sign spinner standing out in front, like, I'll do your taxes for a stick of gum and a hamburger. Like, you don't have to do that anymore. City shout outs. City shout outs. <laughs> West Columbia, South Carolina. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate yeah, that <laughs> we appreciate Zestos in Triangle City. No, that was literally me. <laughs> i finally sat out and listened to it this week it was pretty good tom's river new jersey thank you for your little league world series championship and that night. one was not me <laughs> duluth georgia hey, thank you georgia by the way that is the hometown of george rogers if i'm not mistaken thank you george and finally san juan puerto rico hopefully puerto rico becomes a state soon all right before we get into our list tonight let's talk it National championship was last night. Alabama football. Saban does it again. Trees died. Cam lied. <laughs> Roll tide. <laughs> oh, I do love when you get to say that. But honestly, man, like, you just saw perfect. I mean, that is a, perf- a perfect football game. They played, they were just more physical. They were faster. Like a Heisman, how many times you watch a Heisman guy and go, he might not really be. No, that kid's that good. Like he ran. No, he was he was that good the first half. First of all, I could I looked down. I was like, holy crap! I thought it was the end of the game, and I realized it was like still had halftime. I was like, what happened? Like what happened to Alabama football? It used to be you know ah oh, three yards and six possessions and end of ball game. No sir. Lane Lane Kiffin's what happened. That is what happened. That game last night was going down the road with Devontae Smith. I was sitting there. Talking with uh with my wife Emily and I was like uh, we're getting into Vince Young Deshaun Watson territory here with like individual performance at a national championship game. Yes. Yeah. He, uh, it was. Shout out to Stark, by the way, for using that dude. 
That's one of the best game plans to get your dude the ball I've ever seen. Listen, there is no doubt that he has amazing players and that that makes a difference when you're calling plays. But all things equal with a team that also has great players. Right. That was a good game plan. It was. Just the way the way that he got them open and, uh, you know, just it was, it was really good. Like, you have to give the man credit. You have to give the people credit. Now, if they were playing Louisiana Monroe, I mean, come on. But yeah. also – don't mean to, you know, I'm I'm not a D1 coach, and those guys know what they're doing, but I would not have a guy carry the Heisman Trophy winner that looks like he's going to own a Gold's Gym later on down the road. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I would not have a future CrossFit instructor try to carry a dude zooming by people like he caught them breaking up their, his head. If, if your first name's tough, you probably don't want to guard, guard a speedster. It's like, it's like if your name's Hayden, you're not covering that, dude. <laughs> hey, I would say it, Mac Jones, man, that dude has, like, I, I was impressed with the way he threw the football. Like, I thought they – I thought, like, and granted, having a bet the best receiver in the country makes a difference. But still, like, he put it on it. Like, I thought they – I thought Alabama I – thought, I thought both those lines played well. But Alabama's yeah. obviously a next level. Like, I – I'm always – I think Alabama's O-line gets – even though they're they're always excellent, I think they're never – like you never recognize how good they are. They, but they got a little credit for winning that Joe Moore Award, which I love that award, that it rewards it to a whole unit. Yeah. They, they yes. finally got some this year. Um, yeah. Is Mac Jones the best pocket passer quarterback of the Saban era? Um, <clears throat> Greg McElroy, John Parker Wilson – um, AJ McCarron, Jake Coker. Yeah, I mean, he might be. Wow, it was it, and, you know, Everybody forgets about SEC level nerding out. By the way, this is this was right uh, Blake this Sims, is, the quarterback yeah. that uh, Kiffin had his first year. Yep, yep. That dude was a stud. He didn't get enough credit, but he was good. I don't know. They're all kind of the same. They're <laughs> they're all kind of the same guy. Yeah, they are. They are. I mean, obviously, I would say. Tua or Jalen Hurts are probably the best overall, probably Tua. But, I mean, pocket passer-wise, yeah, he might be the guy. Might be. I like the qualifier there where you're trying to figure out how to best not mention, like, because most people be like, he's the best quarterback to ever play. No, we're going to go ahead and qualify that as he's the best pocket passer because we all acknowledge that Jalen Hurts and uh, Tua Tungvaloa is the best. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Those are the two best guys and, that had suit up. They were great pocket passer quarterbacks, but they also added that element of run that some of those other, you know, statues in the pocket that Bama had have not. And, and Tua could make it – he could put the ball just about anywhere he wanted to. Yeah, he was yeah. – well, well, he's currently doing it in the league. I mean, I was like, yeah. you want to know how good, how good Bama's recruiting is? They're two – those two quarterbacks are both tearing up the NFL right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and they were there at the same exact time. Yep. Like, Dude, that's, I, that's big I stuff. pray the floated to a, I mean, as much as I, I'm not a Clemson fan at all, I want to see Deshaun Watson get out of the Texans for his own good, but I really don't want to and I have to go to the Texans. Well, they just announced that Eric Bieniemy got an interview with the Texans, so that's the only way to salvage that Deshaun Watson relationship. And I hey, think that'd be a great hire. Atlanta, <laughs> listen to me. Sell the farm, get Deshaun and Bieniemy, profit. <laughs> Let's get into it. Top 10 Will Ferrell characters of all time. Notable omissions. The renter in The Landlord. Funny or Die skit. That's a good one. That's yeah, a good that's one. Awesome. You're drunk. 
You paid me now. Yeah. I, I believe I picked that one in our viral videos way back in like. Yes, uh, I believe that was one of the viral in early, videos. In early quarantine, I believe that was like my number seven viral video of all time. That's fantastic. Yeah, no, Pearl is the, uh, yes. the name of the girl. Yes, Pearl. Oh, so great. All right. Yeah, it's the daughter of the guy who made Step Brothers. Yes. Um, next notable omission, Mustafa from Austin Powers. You looked at the same list I did, yes. Yeah, I see you, I see you use the Google machine as well. Um, <laughs> he's on the screen for like 10 seconds in that movie. I mean, it's uh, – yeah. I mean, I know you got to go to notable mission somewhere, but it, he ain't – it's not a great character. All right. Last notable omission – the character Bob Oblong from the Oblongs. I love the I, I love the Oblongs, and I can't find it anywhere. It used to come so on good. Adult Swim. I think if you have HBO Max, you can get it now. It's very Are good. You serious? HBO I, Max has all the Adult Swim shows of like all time. If you have not seen, if any of our listeners have not seen the Oblongs, you need to. It is it is a it's a cartoon, but it is it's very kind of subversive. You need to watch it. It's hilarious yeah i think it was only on two years so there's not many episodes two years tops but it was good there's only 13 episodes it was it was very very good and like you're watching you're like man i know that voice and then you realize that's will ferrell (laughs) so anyways all right let's get into it top 10 lists i have a list tonight so we're adding a new element lots of crossovers we'll start with mathis's number 10 jackie moon oh my god i can't believe i left jackie moon off but if you tell me you don't like Jackie Moon, we might not Oh, dude, him. I made a mistake. I, I like Jackie Moon, but he was number 11 for me. Use the oop. I'm the, the, I'm the, Semi-pro is underrated as far as a – because it is – I think for some reason, you know, it's, it's a takeoff on the 70s and the ABA. And, again, it's Will Ferrell playing basketball. But still, like, I thought under 3000s, uh, you know, turn is great. But Jackie Moon is great because he is a singer – General manager, owner, coach, as well as power forward for for his basketball team. It's awesome. It's hilarious. When he says, I got a ring, it says, everybody loves everybody. It's awesome. My favorite is he's like, learn to speak English to (laughs) Vakitis. Oh, how about when he tells everybody he has to do like, they all like, as a promotional deal, they're going to all put on like mascara, right? Yeah, look more intimidating, and then it starts running, and he starts like, "My eyes are on fire!" It doesn't really stab me in the eye. It's so great, man. Like uh, again, that's a movie that's only about the one-liners, and he makes it go. And Will Ferrell in tight shorts is always a winner. And there's so many. Every there's a ton of good actors in that movie too. Woody Harrelson's in that movie. Woody Harrelson's like, in it. Andre Thousands yep. in it. Tim yep. Meadows is in it. Um, um Will Arnett. Yeah, Will Arnett, Job from Arrested Development. Job. <laughs> All right. Adam and mine, number 10, are both seen later in the list. Number nine for Mathis and number nine for Adam are both Chaz's. But Mathis has Chaz Michael Michaels and Adam's has Chad Reinhold. Chaz Reinhold, excuse me. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 please. Ladies first. Hey, hey thank you. Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, when Chaz, when they introduced Chaz Michael Michaels in Blaze of Glory, and he says, "Did I have a rough? Did I, did I have a tough childhood? If you call having a 37 year old girlfriend when you're 12 years old being a tough childhood, then I guess so." Like, I mean, it's 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 so like over the top as the bad boy character in a skater movie. It's I think he's hilarious, and like, he's a drunk. 
he's falling down. He's hitting on the woodland creatures when he gets thrown out of skating. It's just other things. The ending of that movie's not great, but as far as like the actual what the way he talks and the character he made, I thought was excellent. Um, so Chaz Reinhold is the character in um, Wedding Crashers. Yes. And I I remember seeing Wedding Crashers in theater, and they if you remember, they did no ads with Will Ferrell in the movie, like in it at all. You know what I mean? Yep. It's so such when a surprise. He, yeah, so when he came down that staircase and he was like, who the are you? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I was about to nunchuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that made how, many, how many people do you, yeah, exactly. How many people do you know in your 30s and 40s that are just like, mom, the meatloaf? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> People forget uh, too that there, there was a time like, and it happens again, like in a couple where he, pl- Will Ferrell is the king of like the drop in character. Like he like drops in in movies that you don't expect him to be there because he does it again in Scar- Starsky and Hutch, where he plays the uh, the guy, the dragon guy who's in Big the, Earl. Uh, yeah, Big Earl. Like he play he plays that and like he's hilarious. He, he steals every scene, but especially in that little, little short burst, he's awesome at that stuff. He's yeah, he is really great at playing a short weird character does that make sense what i'm saying yeah dude. He, he did it in all he did it in the office when he plays the guy who yeah. remember he remember he was supposed to come in and be michael's like replacement and then yeah he, that's pretty much he, when you should stop watching the office right around when he's huge shot. fail yeah when he when he's doing the juggling like he's doing like the juggling with no ball like it's even that's funny everything he does is everything that man touches is hilarious Except for Bewitched. That was a terrible movie. Too. Yeah, God. So- <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number nine, Steve Butabi, Night at the Roxbury. I mean, I remember watching that show, that movie, and it was an SNL skit as a kid. And just I thought it was so hilarious. Him and Chris Kattan. Chris Kattan don't get enough love. I wish he was still around. Yeah. Are you doing the head bob right now? Yeah, I bet you're doing yeah. the head bob right now, aren't you? What is love? Maybe it don't hurt me. So good. Uh, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I mean, I was like, Emilio. Yeah, Emilio. <laughs> That's my favorite line of that entire movie. Because that is, I will tell you this, SNL has some movies like the Blues Brothers, you know, those kind of things that are good. But there's some of them, It's Pat, those kind of movies, as well as Ninth Roxbury, that are just idiotic. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. it's just not very good. Like, Superstar, terrible. Superstar is bad. <laughs> yeah, he plays Jesus in Superstar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Steve Butabi, very funny. The Flower Shop, God bless. Hilarious. All right, my number eight will be seen later in the list. Number eight for Adam, SNL character, Harry Carey. We all know that the moon is not made out of green cheese, but if it was made <laughs> of barbecue spare ribs, would you eat it? I know I would. <laughs> and it was like, just sit. He's like, you don't want to do that, sitting around eating barbecue ribs with a dead guy? Heck, I do. Apparently, Albert Einstein's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, a weird person to pick, to pick the old alcoholic announcer for the Cubs. And then two, to play him on a weird show where he's talking about the universe and space. Yeah, so funny. It's such a good character. And I feel like they overdo it you know what i mean yeah and will will ferrell talks about this sometimes and uh he talks about this in like his best of will ferrell snl stuff we talks about like he straddles the line of funny haha and funny awkward as well as anybody ever like that dog that the dog show on snl the dog show was bizarre 
<laughs> oh, it, it's just it's it's strange, but like and it's awkward, but it's hilarious. Like it's absolutely because he's so funny. He said in an interview where he literally used to when he was on SNL, he would do things. Try uh, he had this, and this is how crazy he is. He had this imaginary Midwestern family that was watching the show, and he would try to do things to get them to go, "Holy moly, this guy's nuts!" <laughs> and that was what he would think about while he was doing it. And so he would always try to have like a holy moly movement, like uh, the sketch that he did after 9-11 where he was patriotic in the thong. Yes, yes. Yeah, like he was literally just doing extra things, just trying to really get the best reaction he could. Well, he was great at it. Number eight for Mathis did not make any other lists. Uh, Cam Brady from the campaign. Do y'all don't Uh, like Cam Brady? It was I like fine, the but line. I, I like mean, the campaign. Line. It's not my top ten. No, I I, th- I thought he was great. I thought the whole thing of the his whole thing of when he goes like because a dude like makes his son say he wishes he was his dad, and he goes out there and he he has sex with the with the wife of Zach Galifianakis. I thought it was hilarious. Like the whole thing about it because he is every bit playing the sleazy politician dude, and he's so bad at it that it's funny. Like it's just it's hilarious. And they all have that weird – what's funny is I know people from Eastern North Carolina, and they have all perfected the Eastern North Carolina accent, accent like, to the nth degree. And I thought he was great in it. And he was, basically he's playing Bill Clinton but hornier. So I thought <laughs> – yeah, yeah. He was yeah. – you know, originally when they were workshopping it, it was going to be in South Carolina, and he was kind of supposed to be like the Mark Sanford guy. Yeah. Uh. It, it, I could I see that. I could see that 100%. I'll say the best line of that movie is when he when he tells me he says, "You make my kid call you daddy. I f your wife." <laughs> I like if he's getting a DUI and he rolls down the window with the money in his hand. He's like, "In God we must." <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, Mathis and my number seven is the same, but we won't see it until later on Adam's list. But Adam's number seven is also a politician. Will Ferrell playing George W. Bush. You're welcome, had- America. oh so good and then that just led into the quote from Step Brothers at the beginning you ever see this one at the the beginning of Step Brothers going in like before they open up the first scene there's a quote from George W. Bush at the end there's like where it's like family is like birds where wings take flight or something I gotta find it keep talking well it done. Is. That was a great story. This is why this is why we don't give <laughs> This is why family, we don't give Family is where our nation finds hope, where wings take dream. From George <laughs> W. Bush. Where wings take dream. Yeah, when you're watching Step Brothers next time, it's the opening opening credit. His George W. Bush was just really, really perfect. Like a, a good presidential impersonation both kind of nails the character of the president, but also portrays him in a really weird way, like Dana Carvey's George H.W. Bush. Or, um, or uh, God, what was his name? He was great. Who did Bill Clinton in the early 90s? Oh, I know you're talking about. Oh. He was an unfrozen caveman lawyer. He was um, – he's one – Phil Hartman. Yes. R-I-P, Phil Hartman yeah. Bill Clinton. Like, they nailed the character, but they also – do it in a way that kind of makes them not real. His was perfect. Yeah, and it's a and it's, it's a big deal in SNL to play the president. Like absolutely, because like, you're going to get hits for at least four years. 
Yeah, I mean, even even like Alec Baldwin was doing the Trump thing. Like they would like they brought him in. Like he was like that's how big a deal it is for them to come play that character. And so I mean, it's he he's good at it. There's no question, no doubt. All right, so the rest the rest of seven and sixes are going to be crossovers that we're going to see later on. So this seems like a good time as any before we get into everyone's top fives to take a break and get a word from our sponsor. Welcome back to the Perlo Podcast, top 10 list from the South Carolina Low Country. Let's keep going here into our top 10 Will Ferrell characters of all time. The number five for all of us will be seen later. So will the get into the number four for Mathis is also the number eight for me. And it's Alan Gamble, Gators Girls. Gator needs his gat. <laughs> that movie is underrated, in my opinion. It's little that river. Lo- he throws that- a little riverbed out the window. He pops in a new one. <laughs> that movie is great because he's supposed to be the straight man to Mark Wahlberg's like insane guy, but he's a funny straight man, which is yeah. not what's supposed to happen. It, and really no one else could do that but him. Stuff that do it for me. Would you say? The dirty Mike and the boys stuff that make that movie funny for me. <laughs> uh, how about the beginning of the movie hilarious with Samuel L. Jackson and The Rock? And they're oh, like, all right, God. we're going to jump after him. You don't expect them to die right there. It's so funny. No. First of all, when he steps on that gas and says America, <laughs> and then they point out how stupid it is. Like, did you really just hit the gas and yell out America? Like, it's <laughs> that and, and also the explosion scene where they're doing it wasn't. Remember when the when, when the Death Star blew up and they walked away? That's bullshit. Like, oh. <laughs> I like I like. The, it's like Alan, you gotta do a desk pop. Boom! We gotta take your gun. Michael Keaton's the, the dang sergeant or chief he gets or whatever. Block him, dude. <laughs> hey, again, we're leaving out the best part of the the animal things where he does like the lion versus the tuna, and he starts doing that whole like you know imagine we we built an apparatus to come now we gotta taste a lion you didn't like that didn't really work out well before you did it. Like, it's all those are so hilarious in that movie. Again, that movie's vastly underrated. Yeah, I agree. It's it, it's no, I mean, if you're ranking Will Ferrell movies, like, it's probably somewhere in that 8, 9, 10, 8 to 12 range, but it's still a good movie. It's worth watching. If it's on TV, you'll turn it on, I would think. I usually pass. Wow. Wow. It's Amazing. not sophisticated enough for the Colonel. Good to know. Apparently not. Good to know. All right. Well, we'll just move on, and let's see if this one tickles his fancy. Number five for Mathis, number four for me, and number three for Adam is Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. Yeah. Go ahead, Gamble. Or not. Hey, let me tell you about Frank the Tank. Old School is my favorite comedy movie of all time. Maybe my favorite movie of all time. That's how hilarious I think that movie is. With Vince Vaughn, just the whole – it was so perfectly played between all of them. But the Frank the Tank character, you can't tell me that you don't quote that movie at least once a week and that character. I mean – I do. I I had my mute on, and I thought you were just stomping on me. But uh, I agree, yeah. I can say – with confidence, I say, hey, bring your green hat at least once a week to somebody. Sure, sure. Usually to one of us. 
(laughs) It's a lot of great one-liners. It's fun because he starts out as like this reformed guy who's, you know, married and stable, and then he gradually deteriorates over the course of the movie. Yes. Uh, One of my favorite ones is he, uh, he's sitting there working on his uh, car and he's uh, like, Keep it down, though, babe. It's not exactly street legal. Hi, Frank. And just yells at some random person <laughs> off screen. Yeah. I'll say this. I feel like, and I know this is not, I know he was around before this, but I still feel like old school is like Will Ferrell's coming out party. Like, I feel like that is the movie that, like, and I'm sure the timeline makes that not true, but I, when I think of, like, what started Will Ferrell, like, in the big movies is old school. I feel like that's where he really, like, looking at, looking at his timeline right now is filmography that is that and then another one yeah that and another one we're going to see later are 2003 he had a sub role in a 2001 movie that's really good and it's going to be on our list later but in 2003 he had two giant roles and that's where it took off yeah i feel like that's and i mean how many times you have you been at parts we're going streaking like it's like you know that those and my favorite one is when he's giving the pep talk after he's burned himself up in the I can't freak out. You don't need to closure. So far. Hey, we, and, and let's be real. How many times your friends in college say you're my boy, boy? Like, oh, how God. many times? Uh, do you like, really- want you to die? Like, I mean, uh, that is and, – and that came out – I had to be, like, a sophomore or a freshman in college. And, like, it just kept kept coming. It would not stop. And it was, like, it just became, like, the movie of that time. Yep. And so, I, he, he was a great – I think that's really a character that defines him. That was the most quotable comedy until another comedy that he did five years later. Yeah. Which we will get into here in a minute. Continuing on, number 10 for me, number five for Adam, and number three for Mathis. Hello, I'm Ron Burgundy. Can I tell you a secret? I didn't love Ron. I did not love Anchorman the first time I saw it. Did not love it. I still don't love it. But the more I watch it, the funnier it becomes. Like it's one. Like it is a. It is an acquired taste. But once you get into it, like you, like he is the the yogging with a soft J. Like that. All that stuff, man. Like I'm Ron Burgundy. Like it's all that. All those little lines, and like he plays it. He's so committed to the role. Like at no point is he ever winking at the camera. Like it's always like he is super into it the whole time. I, you know, I actually had the opposite effect. I loved it to start with, and then it kind of wore down on me over time just because it got so big and so played out, and then they made that horrific sequel. But, yeah. The only, the, the, the only, part, of the, the only part of the sequel that's good is the fight. The fight scene in the sequel is yeah. Abe Lincoln, yeah, yeah that's they pretty solid. ESPN and uh, TSN and <laughs> so, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I, I like Anchorman. It's a great character. It's probably, for a while, it was his character, like the character he was known for. Yeah, and I mean, it still might be that today. I mean, it has a podcast. Like, you see him pop up on different shows. Like, he'll go on uh, Dan Patrick's show and things like that. I mean, just, I yeah. think it might, it, might be the, it might be his most famous character. It's just not my favorite. It was number 10 for me. I almost didn't make the list. Scotch, Scotch, Scotchy, Scotch, Scotch. I mean, it, it's the whole, like, it's all... <laughs> it's all so good man like i just i tried to put it lower but i just again i looked at roles that like defined him and that's tell me anybody else 
Tell me anybody else that could have played. Like, there's other things in this list that other people you can see playing them. Like, it's possible. But, like, you tell me who else you see playing Ron Burgundy. Nobody. It's, it's his character. It's all the things yeah. about Will Ferrell that make him great. His ability to be very serious and then all of a sudden incredibly loud and crazy yeah. acting. What makes him a, a great comedic actor. Agreed. Well, and think about, think about Will Ferrell telling the thing that's good is like, he is not so good looking. He can't be funny, but he's good looking enough to pull off like local anchor man. Like he could be a lead man, is what like, you're saying. Like re- realistically, he could be Dean Stevens. He could. I mean, there's no question. Like, he there could you go. do that. Yeah, that's yeah. a great, great comparison. <laughs> great comparison. All right, let's keep rolling. Number three. That's a low, that's a low country anchor there, Gamble. In case you didn't know, I'm not sure. I know you're up. I you're had not no idea. Number three for me. <laughs> Is Phil Weston, the soccer coach, and kicking and screaming. I love that movie. God bless him. I hate that movie. Oh, I hate that film. I could watch that movie every day. That movie is so funny. I'm not a a fan of that one. I think it's the most complete character of any character we've talked about so far on this list. What's your argument for that? Again, why we don't give you a list. Not only is he funny, but he goes through emotions. He goes through the, you know, the ups and downs of, of being a good human and a bad human and a good human. He's got the, the, you know, the connection with his dad that he's rekindling. There's just, a, I think, a, a more complete self to that Will Ferrell character than some of the ones that are just straight comedy or whatever, or, you know, not necessarily real. He's got a different accent and a fake voice. Like, it's him the whole time. And, you know, it just goes through this huge character arc, and I, I think it's hilarious. He does the same thing in Daddy's Home, but it's funnier. No. Yeah, it's the same exact thing in Daddy's Home, but he's funnier. There's no question. But that's okay, man. It's cool. everybody's, got an, everybody's got an opinion. Yours is just wrong. It's always wrong. Wow. <laughs> Phil Weston, King of Scream is hilarious, no matter what you say. All right. Let's keep going. Number 10 for Adam. Number six for me. Number two for Mathis. The other movie that helped launch his career in the superstardom. Buddy the Elf. Go ahead, yeah. I, I don't love Buddy the Elf, but it is one of his most noteworthy characters. It's probably the least Will Ferrell of all of his characters, if you get what I'm saying. Yes. Like, not outside some, of Outside of, like, Bewitched and some of those, like, serious movies. Yeah. Oh, God, and he's made some stinkers. Like, Bewitched is bad and Land of the Lost is a nightmare. Yeah. You know what I do like, though, is – uh. Strangers in Fiction. I thought he was good in that. I've never seen even seen that. that one. Nope, I haven't either. It's good. It's 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 sort of serious, but not a hundred percent. But it's him and Maggie Gyllenhaal, and it's it, he plays it well. He plays a tax collector. It's pretty good. Um, but I, I just I feel like Buddy the Elf. That movie, I think he does the he for all, he carries it. Like that whole movie, and like the spotlight is on is complete from his point of view, and he the search for his dad and trying to find out who he is. So he plays, it's kind of, it's one of the sweeter characters, I think, than he usually plays. Like there's a lot of redeeming values to Buddy the Elf. And again, it's, and it's not an adult movie. It's not built for that. Like it's supposed to be kind of a, it's a family film. Yeah. And it's out of his wheelhouse. So he, you know, you would think it'd make him a little uncomfortable, but it doesn't. He plays it well. It's, it may, it still makes me laugh out loud, like him. Yes. That whole thing. That whole that whole thing when the uh, when Peter Dinklage walks in, he goes, <laughs> "Oh my God, an elf!" Yeah. Like, it's, it's 
you're an angry elf. Oh, dude, this eight, hey, this when they when Santa Claus is coming to town and he goes, Santa, like, is losing it? <laughs> like it's awesome, man. Is he telling you sit on a throne of lies? Yeah. <laughs> oh God, you sit on a throne. What's funny, and that's another lot one line that you, you you can use at any time. Yeah. Like I thought, I I think it's good, man. Even I even like the little where he's doing the crocodile Dundee walk through New York. At yes. Night. Yes, um, that was a good scene. That was, I mean, it was it was a rip off of Crocodile Dundee, but it was perfect for that movie. Shout yeah, out to exactly. Crocodile Dundee, yeah. vastly underrated movie. Yes, <laughs> I, love, hey, I love Crocodile Dundee one and two. I like both of them. I'm a fan. You're a man of you're a man of taste. Da, 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 breaking news. Mathis <laughs> <laughs> likes movies. <laughs> but uh, I, I think Buddy the Elf again. It's a defining role, and I think he. I thought he was that. I can't again. He plays it, and anybody else, you would go, oh, that's you know, they're obviously. They're hamming it up, but not him, man. You believe you believe that he could actually believe what he's saying in that movie. Yeah. All right. Let's keep rolling right along here. Number six for Mathis is number four for Adam, and it's number two for me. Brennan Huff. I love I I, I Step Brothers might be my favorite one, my second favorite movie of all time. Like I love Brennan Huff. And that, that's this and is I the love movie I'm movie. talking about. It became the most quotable comedy. Uh, it was old school, and then it became this one when this came out. Yeah, the the fancy some the way he plays the scene with the fancy sauce. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Oh yeah. And the way he just he tries to block with his hand from anyone else getting the fancy sauce. Yeah. <laughs> One of the funniest things I've ever seen, and it's not something you notice the first time you see it, but it's like he's so good at playing just this man-child. Like, that's really what Will Ferrell is great at doing, playing a giant man-child. And he's so perfect at playing it, it makes me cackle with laughter. Brennan is a great character. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> Hey, when, when when they're trying to keep Derek from coming from Derek from like getting the house and they dress as the KKK member yep. and the Nazi, <laughs> like, it's a great neighborhood. Everybody recycles, and he's wearing the KKK. <laughs> yes, like it's and then and, and when they're and when he's trying to bear and when he's getting buried, you know, what I'm saying when he's, he's yeah. throwing he's throwing the dirt on him, like all that is a. And when he called the fact that he, at the beginning he calls him Mister Dillback, like he's a thirty-five-year-old. <laughs> He's like, Doback. you don't have to call me yeah. Mr. Doback. He goes, okay, mom, Doback. Doback. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite part of the movie. From when they learn that they start liking each other until you know they getting having to lick the poop scene. That's the best. That's the best part of the movie. Oh yeah, With the, 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 the 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 so many activities. Like oh my yeah, god, oh my. How much fun do they have doing that part? Just that part itself. Like my oh. lord. Well, it links them together forever. They've done, I mean, you see one, you kind of think of the other now. Yeah, I mean, like Tim and Eric, uh, awesome show, great job, right? That, like, um, oh, we, we didn't even talk about the best scene, the job interview. Yeah. Oh, yes. Awesome. Yeah. The, and that, that's into the, that's in that part where in between the, when they start to like each other to licking the dog poop. Yep. Is that, what is that, ketchup and onions? Yeah. Yep. Now the tuxedo is kind of messed up. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think Step Brothers. I think probably is his. If you really want to go on just quality of movie, I feel like that is probably his best. I think that's his best film. I still think it's the fun of all the ones he's been in. And I didn't put him as the character is high, but as an overall movie that he's been in, I think that's the number one. Oh yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, 
I think it. I think if people point to old school because it was first and kind of broke some ground, but I think when you just what movie makes you laugh harder, I think Step Brothers gets you every time. I think old school. Step Brothers is laughing the entire time. Old school has its slow moments. Yeah. To me, old. Uh, see, I the end of Brent, uh, Step Brothers gets a little slow for me, but old school to me is the winner because Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn and old school is. That's peak Vince Vaughn in my opinion. Yes, that is. Top you don't. You, you don't like the Catalina wine mixer. I love the Catalina wine mixer, but it's that part when they when they have to like find a job and they get kicked out all the way until the Catalina wine mixer. It kind of slows down and it's not as fun. When that dude yells out, "We only do eighties gold." Yeah, eighties yeah. gold. Do 80s yeah. 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 Horatio Sanders—that's who's the singer. Yes, I love the therapist's uh, fantasy about him when Will Ferrell oh, yeah. kicks. I've traveled five hundred miles to give you my seed. <laughs> Horatio Sands, excellent Mandalorian character, by the way. If you haven't seen the end Horatio of... Horatio Sands is in the Mandalorian? Yes, he is. Absolutely. I haven't seen season... so, so is Bill Burr. I mean, there's a lot of people Bill in... Bill Burr was in season one. So. And two. Yep, yep. Horatio Sands was actually in season one as well. You just don't. You just didn't know it. But um, Tim, Timothy Oliphant makes season two. Mandalorian's excellent. Um one of the better TV series I've seen in a while, but that's we'll go down that road another time. Let's keep rolling here. My number five is Adam's number two, and it's Mathis's number one, Ricky Bobby. If you ain't first, you last. I want to go fast. You got to learn to drive with the fear. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think, although I, I think Ricky Bobby, when you look at, first of all, he carries that movie. Like, of yeah. all, all the ones he's been in, that movie is about watch Will Ferrell be Will Ferrell. Yeah. Like, that is just, I think, you know, he's playing he's playing Jeff Gordon, but dumber. You know what I'm saying? That's, I mean, that's just kind of what he's – I can't think – I've given TV interviews, and I think to myself, well, every time I do, like, what do I do with my hands? And I bring oh, yeah. my hands yeah, up, yeah, like, every yeah. time. Like, it, it's – Everything about Ricky Bobby is excellent. Like I think it's it's such a good it's such a good movie. Um, they and do a great play, job of hitting NASCAR on the head too. Oh yeah, definitely. Because everybody's ever watched a NASCAR event is going. I know that guy like a hundred percent. Yeah. And yet, at the, and, and things and there's some rede- and there's some redemption to it at the end. You know, yeah. I will say I'll give Will Ferrell this. Very few Will Ferrell movies just follow like joke, 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 no plot. Like almost all of them have a three act structure. Which I give him because some comedians do movies that have no, they're just literally just a bunch of jokes strung together with no purpose at all. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Borat. But like, you know, those are. <laughs> well, I think that, the, we're not going to talk trash on Sasha Baron Cohen. He's doing a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I like Sasha Baron Cohen. I don't like that movie. But like, my thing is, I think Will, I think Ricky, I think Talladega Nights and Ricky Bobby is the ultimate Will Ferrell movie. In a. It's got a lot of great one-liners. It's got a lot of great. It's got a lot of great just little scenes that are they could be their own thing. Like they could be great SNL sketches, like the he, him believing he's paralyzed scene. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh God, yeah. Wait, when he gets up and swats the basketball. Yes. God, that's funny. The, the when they're filming the commercials, when he jumps out of that chair. 
Yeah, when they're filming those commercials, I was dying. That was so funny. Have you seen the bloopers of them trying to do all the different commercials? I have not. I need to. Oh, go watch that after this. It makes me cackle. Oh, man, I got to see that. That'd be good. The big red one. And they slipped that in there, like, right towards the end of it. Yes. Oh, you know, oh, so funny. Because, you know, every NASCAR driver, if you ever watch NASCAR, I do. If you ever watch NASCAR and they interview the guy, they're like, yeah, the Coke – the Coke Ford today just really struggled, but, you know, we're really looking forward to next week thanks to Goodyear and Aquafina and, and I'm like – Goodyear and Firestone and Halliburton. Yeah. <laughs> and they hit them all, and, and, Will, and Will Ferrell did a great job of copying that. He also does a great job in Mathis's number seven, my number seven, and Adam's number one car dealer, Ashley Schaefer. How is Ashley Schaefer not y'all's number one? <laughs> it's it's – you know what? I love Ashley Schaefer. I think it's one of the one of the greatest times, probably moments of my life was before I played a football game. The guy who I currently work for brought us all in to kind of break the tension, and he showed us the the purple hue. Uh, he was like my plums, not in my plums, like that whole thing. Showed us that on YouTube before the game, and I still laugh when I think about it. But I don't. Eastbound <laughs> Down's not. I guess it, he's not carrying it. That's why I didn't pick it. But Agreed. no, there's no doubt. Ashley Ashley Schaefer, and I. I saw my bo- my boy walked in. I was with my wife Donna, and she tried to close the door, and I said, "No, let the boy watch." <laughs> <laughs> I love when the later scene when he says a Kia dealership, and he's like, "Koreans, please enjoy this fine meal." Yeah, I thought you said you were all right. No, I'm not all right. I sell freaking Kias. (laughs) Hey, when he goes, maybe they want to know that Kenny Power scared throw a baseball. (laughs) Everything Uh, about when he says, I was making love to my wife Donna and she did not enjoy it. I need to go back and watch it again. It's so funny. Shark in Merle's. He's in front of the shark in Myrtle Beach. He's like he in front of this shark made by Bob Duato. <laughs> first of all, and you can't talk about Ash Shaver and not talk about the hair choice. Like the fact yeah, that he so went good, full so Rick, the full Ric Flair mane. Like he looks like a mix between Ric Flair and Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Completely deranged. I wish has, has a. Has a driving range where he shoots his little minion with the cannon. <laughs> was was Will Farrell in the goods? Uh, yes, he was. Yes, because he's the one that he's falling down. He goes, most people would take this time to think about what they did wrong in life. I'm going to look back at the great moments. Full back tattoo of Kool-Aid man. 10% real fruit juice MFers. I bet if they could go back in time, they would redo the goods and Ashley Schaefer would be the main character. The goods. Hey, you never I, seen the, the goods? No, the is, best. The best character in the goods is the old man. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> he starts. He starts yelling. He starts yelling. At, he's talking about Korea. Talk about getting blood on your hands. I love it when he's like right before they're about to start selling cars, and he's like, "This is what it was like before D Day. It feels the exact same." <laughs> The the goods another under another underrated film. Go watch it. Go watch it. I will say this: the goods was them trying to give Jeremy Piven a Will Ferrell type movie. Yep, fail. And it was not executed. No, because because Jeremy Piven's not that guy. Like right. he's just not. Like he's at the end of the day, hold on, because Jeremy Piven's not likable. No, at all. He's snarky. That's what he. I mean, he is. Yes. The, he is Ari. Was it Ari Gold? That's his name. 
He, yeah, which, that, he, uh, he, by the way, uh, my, my thoughts on Honorage real quick. It was a show that tricked us to watch the same episode over and over again for like six seasons. Man, what a yeah. great oh, – that's perfect. Yeah, Entourage – Vince yeah. can't do the movie. Vince can do the movie now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, here's the thing about Entourage. The whole thing is like everybody tries to act like HBO can't do anything bad. It can. It 100% can make a bad series. Like it does not – like they're not exempt from that in Entourage – kind of just walked on the coattails of being an HBO series. It wasn't that good. Like, it really was not. Um, I agree but with it, you on that. it came on kind of right when we were either starting college or ending college, you know what yep. I mean? Yep. And it was just always on in the background of someone's dorm. That's a perfect description. Also, Jeremy Piven it was the perfect character for Cheese in old school. Dean Pritchard. Yes, because he's a slimy guy. Yep. Didn't we exactly. lock you in a dumpster, man? I got out. <laughs> I just thought he was good. He, he he was good in Smoking Aces. I thought he was good in that. I thought he was good in that movie. Again, he's good when playing a scumbag. If he's not a scumbag, he's not any good in the movie. Can't make him the hero. No, Will Ferrell can always be the hero. All right, number one for or number one for me is number six for Adam Mugatu. Mugatu. Uh, How was Mugatu? I know. I'm disappointed that Mugatu was not on. Matheson's I did list. not. I did. I. I like Zoolander. I don't like Mugatu as the villain. I don't think he. I just don't. I again. I appreciate the choice he made in that movie. It, it's probably eleven for me. It's probably eleven, but it's just not. I. Oh, the, I, I think so, he's so funny. Best though. part about Mugatu is that the end of the movie, he you know the whole movie. Well, Ben Stiller's been doing the same look, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's so great." Yeah. And, and Will Ferrell goes. Blue steel Ferrari. It's all the same look. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. What's yeah. wrong with you? <laughs> well, and then when he and then when he shows the new look, and it's only one look. It's Magnum. And he turns uh, his look, and he's like, "It's glorious." Yeah, it's, he's so funny in that movie. He car- carries around that cat, and uh, he's a great. I think he's a great villain. There needs to be more Will Ferrell comedic villain movies. And again, he, the, co- the the costume choices there are great too. Oh, like so the, hair, the hair is amazing. Yeah, the hair they part it. The the fashion designer Mugatu clothes that he wears. Oh my god, freaking! Hilarious. I created the piano key necktie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need a while. I, I haven't seen Zoolander two yet. I, I, I will not see. It. I have either. Yeah, I need to do that. That needs to happen soon. All right, wrap it up. The most notable omission was Bob Oblong and the Oblongs, okay? Mathis's number one was Ricky Bobby. Adam's number one was Ashley Schaefer from Eastbound and Down. And my number one was Mugatu. This was my first list I've done. I probably won't do another for a while. I felt good about it, but we can all be thankful of, for that. I can give you guys a lot of credit. This is not as easy as it looks. <laughs> Next episode will be recorded again next week. I'll give these guys that topic uh, uh, towards the end of the week. Warzone update. Mathis? Um, I am, again, pulling away. Uh, I have 11 wins. Uh, Sean has five. And Colonel still pulling up that one. I thought he had a shot this time, but I do believe I'm going to take this one, too. So, it's all it's, – it's I, I, got, I got stretched too thin too quickly. The lone victory. Just a lo- one one man, one victory just happened right now for the old colonel. <laughs> if you want to contact us, you can at Perlo underscore podcast on Twitter. 
You can contact us on Apple Podcasts by rating us five stars, getting our our, uh, our reach out there a little further because of the uh, listeners like you, or Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in this week. Perlo Podcast top 10 list from the South Carolina Low Country. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next week. Take it easy. I am taking crazy pills. <laughs>